0: make every day a conscious effort to be conscious mm. about the cho- choices that Yanda. you make young wow. wow 23 years old mindfulness oh
1: <laughs> we don't know what we're
0: doing <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of <laughs> I don't know where this episode came from <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the Long Way Home Podcast. I'm Leo Marish Gale,
0: And I'm Hannah Paris. And in this podcast, we talk about the everyday encounters that inspire and shape our lives.
1: Whether it's life abroad, travel, passion, or purpose. Join us as we try to figure it out along the way.
0: This is our year-ender kind of episode. Basically the last episode of the year. But before that, I have something to share. Uh, which could be a quick follow up to our first episode, which was about traveling solo, and this is basically about like travel in general. I ha- this is my first travel, my worst ever, not really worst ever, but like it's my biggest travel mistake so far. <laughs> it's it's so stupid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so I have an upcoming trip with my family mm-hmm. and then out of anxiety and i don't know it's my first time booking with air asia and i'm booking this on a whim like on a rush like with minimal Checking. preparation yeah, and all yeah. that yeah so i didn't know any hacks or whatever Like Singapore pacific i know but air asia this was my first time i booked both of them 20 kilos of checked in baggage which cost me around 3,000 pesos of unnecessary 20 kilos. 20 kilos. Each. I could have just booked one. one. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, even my colleague was asking me, do we really need that much? And I was saying, at the moment when I was booking, I was saying, "Uh, yeah, I think they they need it. They can't live in 7 kilos, San They both need more. (laughs) And then I later on realized, I mean, I was feeling defeated the whole day and then and then I realized towards the end of the day that I could have just booked, booked. one twenty kilo. Saved like, <laughs> half of that money. Anyway. That's why. and then I researched as well. Like there are really so many options that you can uncheck on Air oh, just to shit. save more money. Like you could opt to you could opt to change your payment method so you don't have to pay a thousand peso processing fee. Mm. <laughs> Saya. My heart, my soul. Anyway, that's that, guys. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Biggest travel mistake by far. Moving on. What are we gonna talk about today?
1: We're gonna talk about how our 2018 was. What a year has passed. It it passed so quickly. Like, <laughs> ang dami ng yare. True. And then that ang bilis true. ng mga
0: <laughs> Looking back at 2018 now. I feel like I've done so many stuff, like just so many small things that accumulated into mm-hmm. like one whole change and one whole paradigm shift, as they say, yeah, to make it sound nice. It's a huge paradigm shift for me. I mean, every single year, it, I can call it, like towards the end of the year, I always get this, whenever, like December is my season of reflecting for yeah. the the, the oh, past the 11 months. Yeah, so it's a month of reflecting and everything. I I mean, I just appreciate now that I didn't let moments pass. Like, you know, it, yeah, it's yeah. You one feel f-
1: like in this this 2018, you feel like you actually lived the moment. Yeah, yeah, of that's just let yeah, it, yeah, letting
0: it pass. Mm-hmm. How about you? What do you generally feel about your 2018? Like in one whole? <laughs>
1: I just have.
0: A- <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing na na because na. I
1: have so much anxiety about this episode. <laughs> Hannah knows it because like, I feel like I'm gonna divulge too much information. But I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope it's um, useful anyway. My 2018 was a lot. It's... <laughs> See, I'm gonna Miss Universe Stop it! No, it was actually a lot more fun than 2017. Like, I feel like I grew a lot more. Like, I was able to do things that I didn't think I I could be doing, like, as early as 2018 or as early as my age now. So I was like, huh, those things happened. I did those things. I'm proud of myself. But it was, yeah, it just happened. Those things just happened without me, like, forcing myself into it so i'm very happy about how my 2018 turned out
0: did you come into 2018 like say the last like december 2017 did you come into 2018 saying oh i am gonna change in 2018
1: no not at all it was it all of it just fell into my lap i guess and
0: just wing it yeah just wing it uh,
1: like the the the, the, our intro says we were just trying to figure it out along the way and that's what (laughs) actually happened this 2018 like mm-hmm. no no plans like no like concrete plans of what's gonna happen but
0: i came into 2018 with like one goal like major goal then mm-hmm. that is to travel which i did i mean more often than i did in 2017
1: yeah surprisingly like for me i traveled more this year but i wasn't planning on doing that yeah just, it was just on yeah, a whim on for a me, whim. me. Yeah.
0: coming into twenty nineteen now feels really? weird saying it twenty nineteen I, like. <laughs> I always keep to say um I always keep telling myself that I should not forget to change the year for my next <laughs> issue in our magazine make sure it's twenty nineteen and um coming into twenty nineteen now i I don't feel that pressure anymore to like oh, hey, starting january i'm going to do this i but don't feel didn't that have
1: anymore. you that thinking going into 2018 right i did have that oh, something you did. especially
0: with um i i i just felt that i have to start something new mm. for the year wow. i think it's more of the fitness goal mm. that i have to lose weight or at least be more yeah. active yeah. which i think i achieved i think yeah. i did that and then um amazing And I think a lot of people have fitness goals in mind every January. That's why, that's why fitness gym memberships, um, yeah, yeah, the sales just go up and plateau during May. (laughs) And then, um, going into 2019, now it's more of a calm kind of transition for me, like, I know now like i am expecting new things now i have i I have a vague idea of what my 2019 will be like given what happened in 2018 so i know what i want to change for 2019 in terms of my lifestyle in terms of my decisions so given that we are gonna talk about three differences between 2017 and 2018 and my first one oh no Maybe you should talk about it first because I've been talking too long now. <laughs> Break. Wait. <laughs> Let, me catch. Let me catch my breath.
1: First one is on my list. Ang saya. I actually got to travel more this year. Like, I didn't expect I would go. So, I went to January. I went to Shargao. And then, March, because of a family vacation, we went to Palawan and to my grandparents' um home in Palawan. Ang saya lang like okay ang saya and
0: hindi <laughs> na po ang kasiyahan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ang saya and then we went to Nepal mm-hmm. which was like on a whim mm-hmm. super well cheap flights yeah. and good um a long weekend here in Dubai and then Bacolod and Baler recently this October. Kasi ah kaya kaya, kaya ako nakapag-travel to Bacolod and Baler. Cause last year, like 2017, of sale,
0: Ah, so you've booked this like last year, pa. Oh, oh, you oh. can
1: afford.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: There was a piece of sale, but then I also checked the dates, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, c- cause it's my best friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I can surprise her, and then be there for her birthday. But she didn't end up that being there on her birthday because oh. she was on a travel on oh. her own. So I just explored Philippines on a budget and yeah. th- that was really fun. That's on my first difference between 2017 and 2018. Super fun.
0: The first one on my list is I am now more confident in holding conversations. Back in 2017 I was say I just moved to Dubai. Yeah. That was June 2017. I was very 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 timid and shy Mm. and muted unless i was talking to filipinos Mm -hmm. but like i my first job here was in a real estate company Mm -hmm. with really chatty people oh god majority were people from the uk lots of actually lots of european people and i didn't i mean that was my first ever encounter with so much how are you's yeah, yeah. within one day. During my first week, I think, I during my first day, I think I got about 15 how are mm, you's. Mm. And I didn't know how to respond yeah. to those. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. And, so, and then I got used to it. Like, r- Like right now, if someone, like I know what a how are you can mean. Code, mm, how are you? Mm. Like I know... When a "how are you" can mean just a hi, yeah. I know when a "how are you" actually means that the person actually wants a, s- Interested a small chat. In what
1: you have to say, yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I think I can, mm-hmm. I can gauge the difference in those now and before. I was very choosy who to talk to. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talk- I mean, let's just get this out out of the way. I mean, with noise, I'm just my usual self. Mm-hmm. I'm very jolly very model, and very middle borderline bading and you know normal self yeah but but now that we're we're dealing with a more diverse set of colleagues and friends and people, it's just hard to bring my personality
1: mm-hmm.
0: into the language, which is english i I didn't grow up i didn't grow up speaking conversing in English, mm-hmm. so every time I have to speak in English. I, it's very logical for me. Like
1: you have to think I, first. I have to think about before. my grammar
0: and all yeah. that before it actually goes out. And I started in twenty seventeen with those small talks, like you know, when in group conversations over lunch, mm. they'd
1: be like throwing, throwing yeah. stuff. And I'm here I know processing that about them too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just
0: processing whatever they say, and by the time I have actually something to say about it, the topic's gone.
1: Yeah, I have so, the same sentiment. Yeah,
0: so that that was. Me in 2017 compared to 2018 in terms of conversations, and now i can i i'm more open to talking to random people strangers like before if i don't know you i wouldn't i wouldn't
1: dare be, talk to you yeah or like <laughs> i wouldn't
0: but now if i even if i if, even if I come in like first thing Sunday morning and um come in to the lift with my say editorial director. Which happened like last week, I was the first one to say, "Hi, hey, Gina, how are you?" And then there was like, "We're on, we're at the thirty-six, thirty-fourth uh, floor. So that's like thirty-four floors of convers, mm-hmm. worth of conversation." So pretty proud about that, my communication skills.
1: So what would you? So you say you learned about, um, you're more confident to talk to people. So what could be? What could be your advice say for shy people for for example like me how would you guide them into like being more confident about small talk like how do you make how how would you say that the conversation would be more valuable so my
0: tip for people to not freeze when someone says
1: hi how are you and not just give the default (laughs) yeah i'm good what about you Yeah. yeah yeah Because sometimes I'm still in that. Even phase.
0: even asking how, how I'm good, how about you? Like returning a question, it took time for me to practice that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Me,
1: I'm just on a default mode when I when.
0: I didn't know the default mode even. Mm-mm. Like I have zero idea yeah. what to answer when people ask how I am. So learning but what you did, what was what could be the tip? I think it just happened. I'm forced, I was forced to talk to people. So my advice is to, if you really want to improve Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in that area of like speaking to people, even just small talk, make yourself available to those kind of opportunities. Don't shy away. Like if there's a social gathering in your area or like if people are gathering over lunch, even those like elevator things, if people talk to you, then just talk they will understand mm. that if you're new to it, they will understand if you're shy, and if they're outgoing they're gonna they are they're gonna lift up the conversation list, and if not, they're just gonna leave it be no one will care. they will forget that about that sense. minute.
1: It's like it's it, a part of you is just overthinking it, yeah right?
0: yeah, no one will care if you don't speak.
1: I think one of my fear why i uh, like I shy away from those type of small talk, like elevator conversations. Like, do I divulge too much information? Like, yeah, like do they care? Yeah, do they really give it? Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I've never really had like life
0: changing conversation. You know what I mean? I've had I've had some conversations like, "Hi, how are you? I'm good. How was your weekend?" Mm-hmm. And then I said, "Oh, I was productive, but I I pretty much chilled at home. Just mm-hmm. just finished this series. and am really." loving and then she said and then just left it at that and then she and then i i i I threw back the question and said how about you how was your weekend was it productive and she said yeah yeah it was fine i mean it was tiring i was moving houses so those were the kind of conversations i mostly have as small talks unless we were on lunch tables we would have like you know funny stuff uh, non-work stuff anyway but yeah, just present yourself. Those kind of opportunities. Don't shy yourself. Make a conscious effort.
1: Yeah, I think that's like the key word. That just make a conscious effort to talk to people and just and also to listen to what they have to say. So it's a uh, both uh, a ping pong of both of you in that conversation. For me, that's really valuable because I I still shy away from that, like in the office. I like, you don't
0: I, look like it, really. From where from I, where I stand. In your life, what from where I stand in your life, like from my viewpoint,
1: mm-hmm. you don't see you don't me? see I don't see us that. Re- you should see me in the office. <laughs> no, but no, no with no. with the people I actually I don't want to be biased, but like with the people I actually like and feel like I have something to talk with. That's when I have like proper conversation. Yeah, that's same, when I same. put value in the conversation and put my effort into it. Yeah. So th- I think. Maybe for 2019, I like be more conscious of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll update you. <laughs> <laughs> update
0: in December 2019. <laughs> okay, what's your
1: second difference? Oh, I love this 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 year. I was more mindful of where my money goes. Ang saya, ang saya palana like yung pera mo may pinupuntahan na actually of something of value and something that could contribute to your future mm-hmm.
0: true 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 cuz
1: like we were i don't know why but we're sort of trained in the philippines of the consumer society na okay you have to buy this eat this always you know parang yung malilit na bagay na nag-accumulate na lang into hala wala ka nang sahod <laughs> yeah but i think the bad thing there is i mean you could you could try all those things mm-hmm
0: but then just make sure you know i mean you you
1: know that you're spending that much yeah that much yeah but that like i think before i wasn't thinking about it mm, same. it was only this year that sh- i had to force myself to really budget because of things that i want to do which is travel i want to um save up for my education I want to um, be able to enjoy m- my nights out without worrying about money, without having mm-hmm. to have a loan or a big debt. So I had to be mindful of where my money goes.
0: So when I moved to Dubai, I did my driving school, right? Mm-hmm. But So my pay then was just enough to pay that freaking yeah. expensive just- driving <laughs> school. So I did change my job and... I had and driving school was finished, so I had all of, i mean I'm not earning millions mm. anyway, but like for a single twenty three year old partly living with parents, you know I mean I'm not paying the full rent, yeah, and I have food from my parents, so I had extra money for myself, but even then i I kind of made sure. That I know where my money was going. It was a it was a long running effort. It was only during like later half the year when I actually started consciously writing down, being mindful of where my money goes. I actually have this app on my phone, and I try to keep receipts until I write them down. Mm-hmm. So that I'm doing that, and I'm I'm very strict on budgets now because like Q I have. I want to save up for a lot of yeah. stuff,
1: and the thing is, we're here in abroad, and we're always, um, we're working. And I was, I was thinking like, like after a year, parang walang na save from the first year I was here. I was Same, like, yeah. So yung tinabaho, yung sinacrifice ko being away from the Philippines. Nasen na, so parang I have, I had to rethink my choices na. I should have been saving all of that money, para you know, to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you realize that the quantity of what you do and where your money goes.
0: Yeah. So at twenty, how old are you? Twenty three, twenty two. Turning
1: twenty
0: three. Turning twenty three. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So going to twenty three, what can you say is the best, best concrete step? for people to actually save up money. I mean, for you, I mean, I'm not I'm not asking you as I'm not expecting a tip from like a 29-year-old, you know, with family. I'm just asking a 23-year-old.
1: Ano'ng <laughs> tanong? Um charot. I would say um to stop spending money on unnecessary things that doesn't really contribute to your life. Like like just think of what you're gonna buy today will it add joy with it will it add like value to your life from like four years five years from now like will this will this stop will this cute jacket matter in five years so just be conscious of where you put your money so i think that's and right now i'm like I don't shop anymore because, wala na, wala na yung energy go to shop. I just want to buy things that I actually need. Yeah, wala. I've
0: I've never you been know. much of a shopper anyway. Like before in the Philippines, mega mall was my go-to mm-hmm. mega, mall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I know the mall from like end to end. I know which floor goes where, what floor goes where. So whenever there's a sale. I only go there to check on that item that I've been um, like checking out like, yeah, for again of, and yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Like I just want to see how cheap it got during the sale. So I just go in straight to the mall and buy that if, if the price is mm-hmm. right for me. I don't really... I mean, I just get so tired. Even thinking about going to the mall and browsing the store for the best bargain you can get. I mean... If you don't even have a target to buy, say I don't even come into the mall thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna buy a sweater." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, scan all the stores for a nice sweater. Because what what will happen is you're gonna scan the mall, you're gonna canvas for all the sweaters you can see, and then then you just so
1: many other things, yeah.
0: (laughs) And you just that—that's how you get defeated. And And you
1: get like into a trap of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just no. It's a trap. It's a trap. I I I think this is one of the things that I'm proud to say that I can get out of a mall with like oh, a thousand red posters saying 90% sale. No, it's not. I can valuable. go out of that mall like without damage to my wallet. Yeah. Not anything. Yeah, either. I also
1: feel like that sense of pride when I walk into a mall and not buy so- buy something I didn't need. Like, shit,
0: I saved that money. Yeah. Wala, ah, Ah, uh, There's a quote from the minimalists oh. about this. Oh. Missing out is letting go in advance. Yes! Okay. Like, stick with yeah. I mean, I just remember so many times where I said, Oh, I missed out on the sale. Or, oh, I missed out on the night out. I missed out on that dinner. But then, it's just letting go in advance. So, if you don't do it now... I mean, there's, there should be
1: a reason you said no. Mm. And it so- sort of saves you the pain of letting go yeah. of yeah. that thing, of that useless thing in the future. True, true, yeah. true, true. So what is your next? Second what's one. What's the next on your list? It's, oh, in 2018,
0: I have read more and I wrote more yeah. compared to 2017. And in terms of, Reading. I mean, there's there was also like a genre, 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 genre. Yeah. Shift between. I mean, in 2017, I did read, but I was reading the small, uh, the thin ones, the super easy mm-hmm. to read ones. I was even reading.
1: What genre? <laughs> so, sorry. Don't judge. I, no, no, I'm just no. <laughs> I'm literally up for any genre.
0: Don't okay. judge. I think but I was. is
1: still important, whatever kind oh, it is. Wag (laughs) ilang fake news.
0: No, but I was reading the. um, I think most of it, like if I have read
1: fifteen books, fourteen of those were how the the chick chick lit. That's fine. Yeah, I mean it's like entertainment read. Yeah, it is. It is. So, I I
0: I didn't go into twenty eighteen with like saying, oh, I'm gonna read more nonfiction or biographies Mm -hmm. or. higher kind of level reads mm. reads, but it just happened along the way you know when when i started hearing from these people how great this book was or when i started watching some documentaries and things i just started to get curious about them and i see books about them and then i found myself like really getting lost in that book from from crime to Self help to meditation and Buddhism. Oh, after Nepal,
1: you read about. I was
0: reading a lot about Buddhism. I was reading a lot about Dalai Lama's teachings. I was reading about travel and all that. So it was more. I would say it was more of a genre shift than actually reading more. Mm Because now I realize I actually read a lot in twenty seventeen. It's just a different kind of genre, and. I wrote more often and it was the kind of writing that never saw the light of sun like no yeah, one knew I was yeah. writing but I wrote more often I I I tried to get into the habit of actually sitting and writing because everyone it's cliche but it, it's the first step to actually writing it's just to sit there and write Whatever it is, even if you're just writing a page of thoughts, a page of observations, that, that's that's what my that's what my writing mainly composed of. It was like short essays of say what happened today, not in a diary kind of way, but what my thoughts were on what happened that day, or or it's a short story that was inspired by a day of working outside. Something like that—a short story inspired by an elevator conversation. Those kind of so. Writing.
1: So, what do you think led to this shift in your life this 2018? Is it because um, you're more influenced the, of the people around you doing these things?
0: It 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 is. It is a mixture of those of of actually meeting really like. People who motivate me, people who inspire me, and getting to know what they like and not like. And it's also about me having so much time. Because mm-hmm. I started saying no to a lot of things. Started saying no to like, I don't know, like Tambay outside the bai for nothing. Probably
1: lunch mm-hmm. with like know. Yeah. And it's so true what they say about sura- surrounding yourself with the right people. That's true, and surrounding yourself with the right kind of info,
0: the right kind of yeah. influence, and and that actually shapes your life,
1: yeah. your everyday encounters. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: getting into I'm getting into the fact that I have stayed away from social media mm-hmm. so much this year, especially during the later half. It's just. I I can say that Facebook is not a habit for me anymore. It's not the first thing I check when I wake up. No. Well, first thing I check up is WhatsApp, of course. Given that my parents are away or it's some kind of a work thing. You know, I I mean, WhatsApp gives me anxiety. (laughs) It's just so bad because I only have one phone. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say that I'm checking WhatsApp for my personal stuff.
1: I recently like later half of the year ko lang na realize yung value nung do not disturb um button in iPhone oh, yeah. that I'm, that feature it's amazing i'm not an iphone by the way i'm sorry. Using a Google i'm an Pixel iphone 2XL. user xl <laughs> but it's <laughs> super old din po kami <laughs> yeah, yeah that i just discovered that feature and it's so so valuable for me mm-hmm. because i don't have the 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 need to always check my phone. Yeah. It's not always ringing or giving me notifications. I love it. Do
0: it's- you have exemptions on that do not disturb rule on oh, your phone? I don't
1: know. I can have exceptions. I know, eh? Because like, I, in, my, in,
0: in my Google phone... Google Pixel <laughs>
1: 2. 2XL, <Bobo>.
0: 2XL. <laughs> I have the option to exempt, say, I could allow calls from... Contacts. There, are they. There are mm. times when I just mm. allow calls from my contacts. Cause, say from work. When I'm in, when, when I'm at work, I accept my contacts to call me. They can call me during work hours. But there are also times when there's just my mom can call me or my brother. Oh. Those, that kind of exemption and
1: I think, I think people are used to me ignoring their calls <laughs> I just call them back That's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what they what they hear or what they see if no it,
1: they just is it just busy it's just a uh, no it's just a uh, it's just ringing it's just ringing but it's not notifying yeah, yeah.
0: oh fun
1: sorry <laughs> sorry I'm not ignoring I'm just not worried a new feature because you have True. So
0: super important. True. 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 It, it it was actually um a phase for me to get used to that do not disturb thing. Yeah. But it was so useful now. Useful. Mm-hmm. So, what is your third
1: difference? Oh, so my friends joke about me. So my friends in the Philippines joke about me that it's I'm gale 3.0 gale 2.0 that type of like growth but they've been noticing a lot about me that i'm more social so i feel like it's because i have this conscious more conscious effort now to go out and go out of my comfort zone it's like i was like in 2017 i was mostly home and didn't have like a lot of friends so what I did in 2018 for example was I went out on my own to go to this art district and I discovered these amazing workshops for free. So so that was fun for me and that was um like I feel like I would I was living more. I can get more out of Dubai by actually going out and seeing things. So I fe- I feel like this 2018, I'm actually living more and having, being more social. That's it.
0: I really think that going out for, like, say, workshops or lessons, they just give you so much opportunity to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my goals in 2019. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, I mean, you started that. It was when I heard you were taking up Arabic classes. That was it.
1: Yeah, that was also um, a conscious effort for me. Like I need to learn. Ah, cause I know why I went into Arabic classes. <laughs> Funny, cause I was looking into a sport. <laughs> I can just <laughs> curling. Please don't Curling. Um, um, sailing. <laughs> I was looking into a sport that I could I can do in Dubai that's not expensive that I can.
0: And you say sailing is not <laughs> expensive. Excuse me. It's a
1: it's a it's an inside joke between Hannah and I. You will find out more on the next episode, Charot. <laughs> but Sabiko um should, shall I I don't I hate um sports that involves balls because I have terrible hand-eye coordination. So what if Wala talaga yung mga available choices like sabinella volleyball. Beach volleyball, curling, curling, <laughs> and I wanted to go into skateboarding. Kasong mahal ng board, so I ended up <laughs> having Arabic classes for free. <laughs> maybe, maybe language is, is
0: your niche. <laughs> you never know. Not everyone's great <laughs> <good> Naiya <sports. laughs> <laughs> physical
1: body ko. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Dead airport charot. Hi. Oh, hey. oh, I I one more thing like I can add to this list like one more experience was um there was a free road trip to Abu Dhabi Art Fair and Ooh. it was for me it was super inspiring for me because um I got to meet new friends that's for one and they're super 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 talented people like One of them is like an interior designer and she has, and she has amazing artworks. One is uh, an up and coming photographer and he was just super into it. And he was like taking photographs, portraits of us during that day. And it was super fun. So if I didn't have that conscious effort to go out and to seek those opportunities, I don't think I would have that same experience about 2018. So that was really fun. So for you Hannah, what's the third on your list?
0: Third and last one on my list is I am now more conscious of my choices. I think I said this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to elaborate. Um it's not perfect. It's still a journey. I mean at least financially I I I still I still kind of fail. You know, I still buy some luxurious stuff.
1: Yeah, it's not the perfect Yeah, or
0: solution. I spend like, something like He
1: yung uh, ng mahal na peanut butter. <laughs>
0: Organic <laughs> peanut butter, by the way. Um, I talked her out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just I just get so tempted to like try out things. I mean, what which is which is Almond flour is expensive but do I need almond flour in my life? <laughs> I'm oh like, do I need to lead a gluten-free life? No, I can buy cheap flour. But <laughs> that, that's that was my reasoning then during that grocery session, is I was looking at the um organic, healthy kind of aisle of Carrefour. Do I need? Do I need this? Um, do I need chia seeds? It's fairly cheap, but do I need chia seeds? i love gse They're i know super, like, super I useful know, i know but oats. but that particular brand Pantamal. on the mm-hmm. on that aisle was kind of expensive no there's just cheap, the cheap one. there's cheap it was organic okay fine <laughs> well yeah so that um i it's just to say that i question my decisions more yeah, you, now
1: you think twice about yeah, it more now? Thrice, actually. Six thrice, times. <laughs>
0: um and and even say it doesn't go the way I want to, I can now I can now easily just reflect back, like look back on the steps what like what led to this decision, what led to this thing happening that I didn't like. And a lot of times I do that now. It's easier for me. It's not it's acceptance that's what i'm gonna say acceptance is comes easier for me now it comes naturally for me now if i if i make a mistake okay what happened what happened what did i do to make this mistake and and a lot of it actually came from the magazine practice like if i (laughs) if i make this mistake and it gets published (laughs) there's no turning back it's not like it's not like my magazine has all the money to like reprint everything. I can't do that to my magazine. The magazine can't do that. So it's a pra- it's a monthly practice of accepting mistakes for me for the magazine, and it's just it's just spread all over, like all things that I do. Hopefully, it's not. I'm not perfect. I'm not. I'm. I still. I still punch my pillow from time to time with regret of like spending spending in another. 60 dram or 600 700 pesos worth for a beer you know what i mean so i'm not perfect but we're trying we're getting there
1: so speaking of mistakes i think in this episode it's important to to know that we're not saying that our lives are like perfect and that we're always growing like it all it still comes without failures without with lots of frustrations lots of anxiety but the important thing is to learn something out of it mm-hmm. my my anxiety
0: levels will go up every day like peak high <laughs> there's not a day that walang nangyari for my anxiety not to go up
1: and there's not a week for me that i wasn't frustrated like that I didn't like where I was, like oh yeah, same, na, same, same. What am I doing
0: here? Why am I still here? There is not a day I'm saying this is a fact. There is not a day that I kind of felt like I was somewhere else. Like I feel like I'm in the wrong body. I'm in the wrong decade. I I was born in the wrong decade. And like decade you just question
1: your choices. So yeah,
0: but that's it. That's a struggle of every day.
1: Yeah, but you have just to choose every day to make, make something out of today just to, sur- mm-hmm. to survive and actually live. Survive and actually live.
0: Wow.
1: Actually, I have this quote to su- sort of summarize my I, my learning at least. Yes. For this year. And it's by Mary Oliver. It's It says, Listen, are you breathing just a little and calling it a life? So I just hope that um it's not it's, you're just not surviving every day but actually living your life and actually having a meaningful life. Right?
0: Make every day a conscious effort to be conscious mm. about the choi- choices that yeah. you make. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow, 23 years old. Mindfulness oh <laughs> nine. <laughs>
1: We don't know what we're
0: doing. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of her. I don't know where this episode came from. Anyway, my summary to this whole thing is just to appreciate the small wins. I've been saying this a lot.
1: It's super important. Yeah,
0: it's the small wins that get you through until you get that big win, you know?
1: it makes life so much worth it it
0: is, it does and um, like whenever I feel frustrated I just mentally list down, okay what good did I actually do today
1: mm. and there is there's, there's always something, something
0: good that I do everyday and that kept me sane, it's a tough life guys, so appreciate yourself so, yeah. appreciate so, yeah. yourself Mm-hmm. And I actually have um, this one coat. <laughs> I Kalomai my coat. my um, coat. This is this was from my this was from the how do I say it? Tagabantay Watchman Watch Manager of the uh, one of the hostels I stayed in Nepal. His name's Govinda, and he said to me one rainy Nepal Nagar coat night. He said, okay, but what do we know? Tomorrow is tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen. So just have fun now. That's what he said to me. Mm. Because I was so worried about tomorrow. Like, I don't have anyone to go back to Kathmandu with. And Mm. maybe it's going to rain. And the bus is probably going to slide off the mountain or something. Yeah, and
1: these worries, you don't actually get to live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. So fun. So
0: live,
1: live, live. okay
0: that was something where did all those insights come from (laughs) (laughs) anyway we are now i don't know which mark minute we are but we are the part of the show we're gonna talk about something interesting that happened this week week, or something that sparked our interest what is yours i go
1: first (laughs) i saw this youtube video the other day and it's it was about so it's by wheezy waiter and it's uh, they quit him and his girlfriend quit internet for a month
0: oh fun i love
1: and grabe grabe yung um i i haven't been watching youtube for a while i don't know i've just i've just been reading Mm -hmm. um and then when I saw that, and I was, I was interested to know what it was about, and they made a lot of sense. Because sabi nila, um, internet is not making them happy anymore, and we're all—it's like we're addicted to something that that's not making us happy. And sobrang totoo na internet sometimes is just a lot of distractions. It's a lot of endless content na hindi mo naman talaga kailangan. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a hater but you don't need
0: all those videos.
1: For me it's it's the tweets that get into my feed that's not useful for me that yeah. like I would I would I I would find myself reading these things that doesn't enrich my life. Mm-hmm. So in that in that in that YouTube video they talk they talk about their experience about quitting the internet for a month and they found out things about the, themselves that this what, this girlfriend didn't um have actual interests outside of the internet and so she was discovering it and she was which is good like she discovered something that she actually liked and then um they had they said that they had more time to think and I think with the internet and with it, I think with the internet, we're always just scrolling, scrolling to the next thing, to the next tab, that we actually forget to stop and think of what we're actually consuming. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's that was a good YouTube video for me. Yeah, it just it just makes you like, think,
0: like when you're scrolling, it's like. The 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 actual thing you do there is to just scroll and read, but the actual action on there is that you're absorbing all those information in. You're not just scrolling; you're absorbing them,
1: and it it influences you. It gets in their heads the one way or another. So, yeah. So it's by by replacing internet with more like intentional things like reading. Mm -hmm. So they 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 did yeah they did those things uh, which was. Mm -hmm. fun for me to see like i would love to try that Mm -hmm. show notes or even yeah we'll we'll put it in the show (laughs) notes yeah or even not like as extreme as quitting the internet but just having less usage of it like Mm -hmm. have things have things to do that's not only about the internet like for me i got my kindle yes super happy because i i'm reading more now kindle 5 speaking of
0: of limitations like you know doing something outside of the internet i set up limits for myself on my phone i have so much feature plugs for google right now (laughs) we um the google phone has an has a feature called digital Mm well-being it basically allows you to set time limits for your app usage and right now my facebook is on a 15 minute um limit every time you open it per Per day. day 15 minutes of facebook every day um an hour of instagram i i was more generous with instagram because i use it for work as well um i manage the magazine social media and on Twitter, it's thirty minutes. Yeah, that's that's about the. And three then what
1: things. happens when you reach those marks? Like you can't open it now. You can't
0: open it anymore unless you just go into settings, like some very deep levels of actually ah, turning so it off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very lazy to do that. And I, I, I. I it it's already got effective. In, it is effective. I don't when it says stop. I just stop. I don't care. I have other. Ah, so like
1: it has a warning. You have. Five minutes, yeah. Long. I got yeah. That. yeah.
0: So like, Fifteen minutes of Facebook for me. I mean, I was I I deactivated my Facebook for like three weeks prior to opening it again this this um, week, and I actually didn't feel that I was missing out on Facebook mm. anymore.
1: Actually, so. there's also this thing. Kasi nung nag-update ako ng iPhone. Mm-hmm. There's, they have like, to, they track your screen time now.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. I'm yeah.
1: Kasi, like, I can see, like, last week yeah. I'm, I have like an average of four hours. And I wanna le- and this week I lessen that into two hours. Does it, does it say which apps were open then? Um, I didn't check. It just gives me like a notification, but maybe I should check. But, it gives me the goal now. Oh, I can lessen it more this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the
0: the app that's m- most like like it's always open, most open on my phone is Kindle, of course, because I read books there. But aside from that, it's Medium.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got any good tinder
0: <laughs> no uh, No. no. Uh, <laughs> <sinoong nagtitinder>. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's Kindle, and then aside from Kindle, it's Medium, you know, where you read all those yeah. stuff from writers. they're fun stuff over there. I learn a lot, I mean most of the books I've read I found out from Medium. uh i I don't. I try not to watch Netflix on my phone, but it still came in third. I try to watch Netflix on my laptop, like actually sit on my I desk and it watch has
1: it. I app, app things. Anyway, I'm not gonna check now. Apple
0: should, by
1: the way. I don't because oh. I don't bother like checking with my phone these days. <laughs> Uy, <charot. laughs> who are we? <laughs> who who am I? <laughs> <No
0: fault. laughs>
1: yeah, that's my
0: okay. Actually, since we're here, I didn't know this was your oh. this was your mm-hmm. th- sharing thing, but m- I I'm really I'm gonna talk about this um, eighth part series that I watched in one sitting. I finished it. I started and finished it yesterday. It's called Manhunt Unabomber. It's it's in it's in Netflix. It's about a serial bomber called Named Ted Kaczyns- Kaczynski. And he, I'm going to read this off a Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, go, go for so, it. So, he is also known as a Unabomber, is an American domestic terrorist, former mathematics professor, and anarchist author. He's a mathematics prodigy and abandoned an academic, academic career in 1969 to pursue a primitive lifestyle the series is from the point of view mostly from the point of view of a profiler named i forgot his first name but his last name was fitzgerald so he was the profiler who caught him Um, he he's a forensic linguist he caught he found out who ted was because of his notes because of his because of his manifesto, oh, that, is, super that is so good. That was that series was so good, and it was during a time. I think it, this was in the seventies. Um, if I'm wrong, I don't know when this was, but it, this in the seventies, forensic linguistics isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So Ted was that was. Um, I'm not gonna spoil this. Okay, I'm not gonna say, but it's just. Show one notes. of the first, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the first time forensic ling- linguistics was used to solve something. So Ted Kaczynski basically sent bombs and packages via mail. I thought we were not gonna spoil this. No, it's, okay. it's, so it's, like the it's out there, okay. it's out there, and um, he was eventually caught, but there, there there's this one. One I obviously after documentary, it was I was researching all about it. I was reading everything I could about it about about Ted, and then I saw this reply and I saw I saw his answer answer in one of the interviews. When I, I'm gonna quote all of these from an online article. Quote when asked if he was afraid of losing his mind in prison, because he was in prison of course, like multiple life sentences. Ginzsky replied quote, "No what worries me is that i might in a sense adapt to this environment and come to be comfortable here and not resent it anymore and i am afraid that as the years go by that i may forget i may begin to lose my memories of the mountains and the woods mm. and that's what really worries me that i might lose those memories and lose that sense of contact with wild nature in general" but i am not afraid that they are going to break my spirit cuz he lived in the forest like by himself he lived in a cabin like a really small cabin probably half of this studio that we're in and he's just I, i'm i'm going to say this like how do i summarize him in like a word it's like anti technology in a way he wrote a 35 i don't know if it's 35,000 word Manifesto. It got published during one of his stunts that he got Washington Post to publish it. But the first sentence in the first clause of that manifesto said, the manifesto is titled Industrial Society and Its Future. And the first sentence says, The Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. They have greatly increased the life expectancy of those of us who live in advanced countries, but they've destabilized society, have made life unfulfilling, have subjected human beings to indignities, and so on and so forth. And I swear, I'm going to read this whole manifesto thing tomorrow yeah. like i'm just gonna sit and read this they're about okay, i'm scrolling i'm scrolling i'm scrolling Here there comes, yeah. there are about okay i'm 165 oh shoot there are even footnotes i'm telling you like 200 footnotes there are 232 clauses in that manifesto and i'm so excited to read all of those so that Kazinski was played by paul bettany who i think you'll be familiar with if i say he is he plays vision in avengers so that's him he he did such a great job that like the eyes just says it all it's just oh mm-hmm. my soul i'm gushing but anyway and then the profiler was played by sam worthington who you might know as the guy i don't know i don't know him from anywhere else i'm not nothing on top of my mind except avatar
1: Ah oh, yeah yeah he 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 is the guy from Avatar. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's, that's just paraplegic. I love it's again it's Manhunt colon Unabomber Unabomber meaning University and Airline Bomber. They initially named him Unabom.
1: So check out those series. We'll put it in our show notes. Show notes.
0: Yay. Sorry for
1: gushing. <laughs> oh, hi. That's about it. We want to hear how your year went. What was 2018 like for you? What was the small wins? I hope. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. We are at Long Way Home Pod everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
0: Just give us a follow or like to get previews of the upcoming episode or be notified first thing when an episode goes live. Great. See you. Right. See you. Thanks. Happy year. Bye.
1: Oh, happy new year. Year. I (laughs) guess when you hear this, (laughs) when it comes out. Yeah.
0: Bye. Bye.